0: There's an old cliche that says the customer is always right. And I think that's largely true, but misunderstood. See, we often forget about the second part of the quote, right? And the whole thing goes something like this. The customer is always right. They're just not all your customers. So this week, I want to talk about those people who may not be your customers. In the restaurant industry, we call them difficult guests. Stick around. There's an old saying goes something like this you'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for anyone who's looking. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly podcast dedicated entirely to the restaurant industry. Now my goal is to take complicated marketing concepts and make them both understandable and actionable. And then I wanna find ways to incorporate what we've learned and and help you put it into your day-to-day operations. I want you to change the mindset you have about your business and I wanna challenge some of your assumptions you have about this industry. By the end of each episode, we come up with a few key insights, and then we always finish up with an assignment. I always try to leave you with a short, actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing some of the ideas we talk about here on the show, because, as I always say, information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Now, today's episode is brought to you by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback platform that actually drives revenue. Are you frustrated by unfair online reviews? Are you sick of not having control over uh, the delivery experience of your guests? Are you ready to get actionable feedback and drive revenue? Restaurants from coast to coast trust Ovation to do just that. Recently voted the number one guest feedback platform in a nationwide restaurant owner survey. Ovation uses an SMS based survey as a digital touch point that has redefined guest feedback. So if the experience was great, Your guests leave an online review and then are automatically invited back or urged to convert from third-party to first-party ordering. If it wasn't great, you're immediately notified so your team can resolve issues in real time. Get more feedback, more reviews, and more revenue with Ovation. Visit OvationUp.com slash chip that's ovationup.com chip to get 2,000 free text messages and don't worry that link is in the show notes now a friendly reminder that restaurant strategy is on patreon the community continues to grow there are four different tiers of membership each one has a bunch of perks included but Each level grants you access to our new private podcast, The Daily Special. New episodes drop every weekday. Short, snackable content, Monday through Friday, no longer than five minutes each. Visit patreon.com slash restaurant strategy. Again, that link is also in the show notes. Now today, we're talking all about difficult guests. We've all got them, but I want to challenge you to see them in a new light. So in the cold open at the start of the show, I shared that quote, right? The full quote, which is, the customer is always right. They're just not all your customers. And it is true. I want to take this apart piece by piece. And by the end of this episode, you're going to think differently, I think, about difficult guests. Now, the difficult guest issue is really just a marketing problem or several marketing problems. And if you find yourself dealing with a constant parade of difficult guests... I think it's probably due to a series of marketing failures. First things first, though. If a guest complains about overcooked food, they are not a difficult guest. They are holding you to the promise you made. You said you could cook a medium-rare burger, so if they get a medium burger, that's a betrayal of trust. They have every right to return the food and demand that you correct the mistake. We may not like that when it happens, and this situation may be difficult to deal with, but this person is not a difficult guest. In fact, these people should be your number one guests. Why? Because they are giving you a second chance. They like you enough to bring the issue to your attention and they are willing to wait a bit longer to get it the way they wanted it. These people should be applauded. These people should be celebrated. Roll out the red carpet, I mean it. Do something above and beyond for them. Don't just comp that dish but send them a little something extra to enjoy while they wait for you to recook that dish. Send an extra dessert at the end of their meal and then give them a bounce back card for $10 off their next visit. Again, let me reiterate, these people are not difficult guests. They are your best guests. Difficult guests are the ones you can never seem to satisfy. The ones who complain about the service, the wait times, the temperature, the music, the the parking lot, your website, you know the people I'm talking about. These are difficult guests, the ones who never seem to be happy. And I wanna talk about them for a few minutes. Now remember, the ABCs of marketing, audience, branding, competition, and differentiation. I talk about them a lot. I did a whole episode about it. The first piece of that is the audience. You have to understand who you're serving, and what problem you're solving for them. It's crucial that you get absolutely clear about who your audience is. Your restaurant exists to solve a problem for them. You have to be singularly focused on this group of people, understanding who they are, what they believe, what problems they have, and how you might be able to fit within their already busy lives. Every market is noisy, and you've got to find a way to fit in. Remember, you can't be all things to all people, so don't even try. By figuring out who you're not for, it will help you identify who you are for. And now remember a while back, I told you the story about a Greek steakhouse I was working with here in New York. Cool space, great food, clear point of differentiation. I've never seen a Greek steakhouse before. I was really excited. I thought it would be fun to work on and, and that didn't end up happening. Why? Because when I asked, who is your restaurant for? They responded by saying, everyone. Your restaurant is not for everyone, nor was theirs. This restaurant of theirs, right, this Greek steakhouse, was sort of clubby with dim lighting and loud music. They wanted to create a a bit of a scene. So it was not going to be a place for retirees in the neighborhood. That's not the kind of experience that those people are going to enjoy. Likewise, it's probably not going to be for young families, right, couples with uh, with young children. The lighting and the music made it a no-go for, let's say, both of those groups. Likewise, it was expensive, right? So we could rule out a whole group of people simply because they couldn't afford a meal like this. And again, that's good too, right? You figure out who you are for by figuring out who you're not for. We want people who can afford the experience we're crafting. We want people who like the atmosphere, the music, that C&B scene vibe uh, that, that we were creating at the restaurant. If an elderly couple comes in for dinner they're gonna ask for a flashlight. They're gonna they're going to ask that we turn the music down. They are not going to be happy next to, let's say, that large party of guys at the table right next to theirs. So yes, they're going to complain, and not just to you, but they're also gonna to complain to their friends, their family, and on and on and on. Do you see now how this becomes a marketing problem? The guest is always right because they're entitled to their own opinion. If they don't like loud music, They're right. It doesn't mean other people won't like it. It simply means that those people don't like it and it means you're serving the wrong guest. They wandered in for dinner expecting one thing and the experience you're crafting is something else entirely. This is why I always start with the ABCs of marketing. Every time I work with a new client, it is the foundation for everything we do because it helps us identify who we are and who we're for. If you know who you're for, it helps you attract those people. If you know what you have, it helps you communicate your value to people who will love what you have. So if you're having a problem with difficult guests, it may be because you're not being clear as to who you are and who you're for. This is largely the problem with restaurants that try to be all things to all people. Instead of doing something well, they end up doing everything poorly and you're not really giving anyone exactly what they want. Uh, You're just trying not to offend the greatest number of people, and that's not how we market. This is a recipe for disaster. So okay, then then what do you do with that? How do we solve an operations problem through marketing? Well, I'm gonna give you a playbook for how not only uh, to deal with difficult guests, but also how to start shaping your communication strategy so that you limit the number of difficult guests you do get. All of that after a word from another one of our sponsors. Now, there is no better marketing than word of mouth, like a a recommendation from a, a friend or a family member. The restaurant funnel sales system is built with that principle in mind, guaranteed to deliver new guests to your restaurant. They accelerate that traditional word of mouth process utilizing both paid and organic channels restaurant funnel will help you generate leads will help you turn those leads into contacts and then convert those contacts into actual guests that will rave about their experience through engaging personalized and measurable communications those guests are nurtured into becoming super fans to get started they offer a free marketing report guard for your business visit restaurantfunnel.com chip to learn more and of course that link is also in the show notes As promised, I wanna bring this episode home by giving you some actionable advice, ways to deal with difficult guests, ways to turn those guests around, and then how to save yourself the headache in the future by making sure you're reaching the right people. To do this, I wanna work backwards. Number one, right? How do you make sure you're reaching the right people? Well, it starts by knowing who it is you want to reach. It cannot, cannot, cannot be overstated figure out what problem you're trying to solve and then just solve that, right? So a a locksmith knows exactly what problem they're trying to solve. I'm locked out of my apartment. I'm going to need a locksmith to come help me open the door. Uber, Uber knows exactly what problem they're trying to solve. I need to get from point a to point B Uber is going to provide transportation for me to get there for, for anyone to get anywhere, right? They know what problem they're solving. Now, whether you like it or not, restaurants work the exact same way. Now, yes, it's a bit more complicated, I'll grant you that, but it's much closer to the locksmith model than we sometimes like to admit. As an exaggeration, I'm gonna gonna give you an example, right? So now, if I'm taking my wife out for a nice dinner to celebrate our anniversary, I'm not going to the pizza shop at the corner. I'm booking a table at the fancy new restaurant that just opened. Likewise, if I'm rushing to work and just need a quick bite, I'm not booking a table for that fancy new restaurant. I'm just gonna grab a slice and take five minutes to scarf it down before I jump on the train. These two restaurants solve different problems for people. Yes, sometimes they serve the same people, right? Sometimes I just need a quick slice. Sometimes I need a nice reservation uh, to celebrate something, but they serve different problems. They solve different problems. And that's also true with uh, the locksmith, right? And a painter and the plumber, right? So if my shower is clogged, I don't call a locksmith, nor do I call a plumber to come change my locks, right? So this is an exaggeration, an oversimplification of the point, uh, but the point still stands. Figure out who you are and what problem you're trying to solve. Then simply make that as clear as possible on your website, on your social media channels, uh, your menu, signage, pricing, business cards, everything, right? Communicate that to your staff so that they can manage the guests' expectations. The the reservationist needs to know um, who you're trying to serve so that they can answer questions appropriately when people call in. It does us no good to try to catch everything that comes our way. Let's be judicious about the audience we're trying to capture and deliberate about the way we try to do that. That is the first step, right? We've got to stop the bleeding. Set yourself up to minimize the interactions you have with these difficult guests. That's number one. Now, of course, that brings us to number two. You need to think of these people not as difficult but as valued customers who are calling attention to your shortcomings. If you can give your diners the benefit of the doubt every single time, you can learn from them. You can turn their experience around, and you can get a better idea of what is possible in the future, how you can improve in the future. If you come to these interactions with a, with a sense of humility and generosity, um, it's going to change the culture in your restaurant. Even, even if they're insulting you or being nasty, I, I get it. It is an opportunity to improve, and it's an opportunity to turn the situation around now again easier said than done i get that but if you do all of this you're going to thank me because you're going to get good then at identifying these vips right these people who have graciously given you a second chance who will wait another 10 or 15 minutes so you can recook their food properly but then you're also going to be able to discern who the difficult guests are right and these are the ones we're really talking about now the thing about difficult guests is that very often there will be no way to make them happy because what you do is not what they want. And no matter how hard we try, we're never gonna be able to fit the round peg into the square hole. The pizza place up the, uh, up the street at the corner is never going to be able to provide a nice enough environment for me to impress my wife on our anniversary. Likewise, the fancy new restaurant just is never going to be able to put out food fast enough for me to eat quickly and get to my train. I can complain about the wait time, but that's not gonna make the food cook any faster because that's not what they do. They do very different things. They solve very different problems. So when you've identified a difficult guest, you need to be clear with them about what you can do and what you can't do. What I don't want you to do is bend over backwards just to appease them, right? It's like coddling a two-year-old. You start grooming their bad behavior, training them to be miserable uh, just, uh, just to get their way. And in the end, that doesn't really help anyone because they will know that they can come here and get their way as long as they're difficult enough, miserable enough, you don't want that. Instead, I want you to accept the idea that your product just isn't for them. They have a a different problem that needs solving, but that's for someone else to solve. Your restaurant exists to solve a different problem, not the one they're looking to get solved, right? So this is what we do. We do this better than anyone. And if that's what you want, then this is the place for you. If you're looking for something else, however, you need to go look somewhere else. In the end, I've even gone as far as to, to comp an entire meal, and I've kindly said, i just don't think we're going to be able to make you happy i don't think we serve what you're looking for and i'm sorry for that you make notes in the reservation system and maybe even give them a code that tells everyone in the restaurant that this place is not for them in fact at certain restaurants i have created a code nft not for them and we all knew what that meant we had we'd done everything we could and they were still unhappy this way If they booked again, we could nip it in the bud. The maitre d' could call them ahead of time and talk them through the previous visit, uh, make sure that they remembered what had happened, make sure they understand that we're still not equipped to provide the kind of thing that they were looking for and to remind them, this is what we do. If you want this, we'd love to have you, but we can't do anything else. Now, of course, All of this takes a great deal of self-awareness. You have to know your product and know your audience. You have to have a good sense of what you do well and what you don't do well. Again, if someone's food is cold or overcooked, that's your problem, not theirs. They are simply bringing it to your attention, giving you a chance to turn the situation around. You have to constantly work to get better, to minimize mistakes. Again, those people are not the difficult guests. If they're complaining that something isn't right, uh, they are your number one guests. They are willing to give you a second chance, uh, to give you uh, the opportunity to improve and get better. What I'm talking about are people who will just never be happy, and you don't want those people in your restaurant. They take up your time and your resources, and at the end of the day, they take up a seat that could otherwise be filled with a raving superfan, someone who will love what you do. Our goal always should be to find more of them, to cultivate them as regular guests, to get them to spread the word about what we do. Now, that's it for this week. If you like the show, if you find value from the things I talk about here, uh, then there are three ways you can pay it forward. Number one, spread the word about this podcast. Forward this episode to three people who you think might get something out of it. Number two, go leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, That helps us boost in the rankings, which does help grow the community. And number three, go support us on Patreon. Even just $5 gives you access to the new private podcast, the daily special. Uh, The uh, community is growing over there. I'd love to see you. Remember that all of the links are in the show notes, including the ones for our sponsors. I hope you take a few minutes to check them out. Again, I only work with products I love, brands that are presenting interesting, innovative solutions for chefs and operators. Thank you so much for being here. Stay creative, and I will see you next week.